That missed the recording, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Welcome back to Porch Couch Pod. Episode 18. We've been absent for a little bit. Uh, We're coming in hot with a a couple people, a little surprise guest on this one. He's been a frequent listener, also a uh, frequent guest on the show, frequent being one time. (laughs) 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 To my um, immediate left, no, this is mirrored, immediate right. Spencer Vass. Hello. <clears throat> On my virtual left is Brayden Jones, and underneath me, wink face, Dylan. How's it going, boys? Fabcast. you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're on it. We're on the. Uh, we're hours away. Two hours, in fact, away. Nope, hour and a half hour away and a half. from the Leafs' first playoff game. <clears throat> we're going to get into that. We're going to get into. Uh, playoff predictions. We're also going to get into why William Nylander is going on the Hall of Fame and uh, a couple other little things about our wonderful weekend that we had. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago. Um, so we're going to get into that and uh, we'll see what else we get into there. Um, while we're starting this, we want to get into the into the pints that we are bringing to the show. Um, Braden Jones, I noticed you had one. I, you earlier told me you were off the alcohol but i i have made one of the most electrifying turns of all time (laughs) uh yeah we were at a a lovely wedding over the weekend and much was consumed that's all i'll say um the beer that i will be having for this podcast is difficult to pronounce but i'll do my best weinsteiner or something like that okay weinsteiner Everyone, sure. It is a uh, a Hefe beer, Bavarian style. I believe that means a wheat beer of some kind. Um, it is from the world's oldest brewery. Um, and that I'm just going to assume that that is the Weinsteiner. That's what it is. So there you <laughs> yeah. go. Um, anyway, so we'll see how this goes. Since 1040, is that actually correct? Holy shit! 1040, no joke. Look at that. 1040. Since Damn. 1040. Oh my god. All right, well, this is probably going to be pretty good then. <laughs> Straight from the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, like an it's been bottled since 1042. Oh. Well, it hit you with like a fruity a business taste. in there. Yeah. Um, right. Uh-oh. Six. Four. You just six can't four. expect the world's oldest beer to be that good you know like they had to that make was, the yeah. that way. So. it took a turn like the initial sip nailed it and then it just gets all like fruity toward the end and not about that life so uh six four six four Dylan, did you consume a beverage tonight um i didn't because i also i went to two weddings this uh this past oh. week so the livers livers a little sore boys but speaking of fruity i wanted to save this beverage for the pod I'm not going to consume it because I've had it and I know how good it is. And I don't know if anyone's heard of the Palm Bay Tropical Twist. Paradise but, Twist. Oh, Paradise, paradise twist. twist. Tropical and Paradise, paradise Twist. Both. Oh, it looks like we have some aficionados uh, on the pod, maybe. But uh, <laughs> to say this beverage is a nine is no joke. Uh, we're starting at nine, and it depends probably on the weather and where you're at. I've had this beverage at a nine five, and I've had it at a nine. And, and honestly, it's the best cooler I've ever had in my entire life. 
um, might become an alcoholic just because of it. So I want <laughs> to honor this yeah. spot with the Palm Bay uh, Paradise Twist. We'll, we will be I getting into uh, why that is important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Context is key. Context yeah. is key. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, now, Spencer, for being you, I brought over a uh, nostalgic beer. Yeah. Now, let me introduce it to you. To you all, actually. Picture 2015. I swear to God, if this is Moosehead, I'm going to be so <laughs> no, stop, stop. It's not. It's not. <clears throat> 2015. Picture 2015. I'm there. We're at the mansion. Okay. It is the, it's in the similar timeline of the Leafs being on television. Yep. Um, a much less good team. Much okay. Less. We sit down. This the air smells of uh, spilt beer and and uh, rough cologne from the bathroom. Mm. And uh, we sit down in our booth, and our favorite waitress Jules comes up and says, "What would you like to order?" And Spencer and I will say, "A schooner of moosehead." And that is what I brought here to do. Um, <laughs> just, and uh, now, with that being, and just with the excitement, no, oh, brain, I want to see the hold on one second. Facial expression, facial expression. being not great. Oof. Okay. Um, <laughs> with, with, with that being the background, Spencer, and with the excitement of the Leafs going in against the Tampa Bay Lightning and your previous score of 6.0, mm-hmm. what would you give this <clears throat> new moose head? as a score well when we factor in the history and the memories and sometimes the lack thereof i mean you you can't not give it a double digit number of 6.0 because that's you two numbers (laughs) yes guy Thank yes, God. I, I was going to be so concerned there. I thought we were trying to have fist fights on this podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to just say a 10. Saving that oh, for, the, yeah, that's, for later. That's at the 20 minute mark, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I've tried. I'm, I'm trying try. one try. one of these episodes, maybe number 20, two episodes from now. Um, yeah. I will throw one his way. That won't be a moose head. We've, I've tried multiple times. You know, I think I've got to have it in a scooter on draft again to give it a, a higher <laughs> score. And you need like the, the mansion musk. Uh, with the, <laughs> yeah. the cologne, you could call the them musk. beer. That'll yeah. that'll really add to the flavor. Yeah, black mold, otherwise known as <laughs> disgusting. Please change topics immediately. <laughs> we want to talk with as uh, we brought up before. Um, the Leafs about to hit the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about the Leafs season just as a whole. How proud we are. How not proud we are. How there's certain players that some of us love and some of us hate. Yeah. It was love um, to hate. That's what I would now, say. Now, why don't love we start yeah. with Brain? What do you like? Just overall experience this year. Like, what do you you seeing good things going forward into the playoffs? What do you think? Oh yeah, I think they. I think it was a lovely year. It was one of their one of their best of ever. I think it was maybe the best ever, right up there. Statistically, yep. it was the best season they've ever had. Yes, there you go. I mean, they were they were unreal. Uh, Matthews led the league in scoring. No shocking there. Uh, Marner sure. put up almost hundred points. He was ninety seven points, give or take. Um, Nylander is also on the team. Uh, Tavares is also a player. Uh, I mean, yeah, they were all they were all really good. I think they're looking even better for playoffs this year too. Uh, defense looks better because Giordano's honestly one of the calmest individuals I think I've ever seen. Um, and they've got this year more than other years. I think they've got like that sense of nasty that you need for the playoffs. Like when they get hit, I feel like they will hit back. Not they're, they're not just going to cower in fear. Like when 
like when like a, a Simmons or a Clifford or a, you know, any of those kind of guys are nasty, even our star guys have started to step up and lay hits and be nastier. And like, you need that nasty if you want to go far in the playoffs. And I think fingers crossed that they might be able to uh, learn from their mistakes of old. I would say um, Tampa is no slouch though. So this is going to be a real heater of a series. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you said Tampa's no sludge because what I noticed, and I'm not alone, and I definitely didn't think of this myself because I have no original thoughts, is uh... – <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's a really self-deprecating point. Yeah. Uh, holy the Leafs, shit. <laughs> the Leafs are significantly better against good teams. And I'm pretty sure it's shown statistically somewhere. Yeah. That, yes, yeah. Um, like the, the Leafs are just like – Dogs dinner against terrible teams like Buffalo. Uh, Detroit was an oddball on that one, but Montreal, Ottawa, Ottawa, like they just couldn't. Even Arizona, I think they had a couple Shaky games against them, there. and they were they were not great. But um, yeah, they they I I have confidence against going against good teams than I did. Dread I say anything about last year, but about the fact that we were going in saying, oh, they're going to steamroll this shitty Habs team that shouldn't be here at all. I think it's a nice feeling to actually have a good team to be afraid of. Yeah. You know? No. I agree. <clears throat> but I think, yeah. So I think that that's my, my, my key thing is Leafs did way better against good teams <clears throat> than they did against bad teams. And we hope that carries over. Yeah. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. Trying to find this, this, this cool stat. Uh, I can't remember who posted it on Instagram. I don't know if it was just – maybe it was Sportsnet. Um, all the different career highs that people hit this year on the Leafs. And it was oh, yeah? a significant amount, including uh, my sweet, sweet boy, uh, Ilya Mikheyev. Oh, okay. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, there was a there was a pile of them. There was a Engvall, uh, Matthews, uh, a lot of the fourth line guys. I think Colin Blackwell. I'm not sure what his career high was, but um, yeah, it, it's one of those years I, where it kind of seems like everything's going well for all those kind of uh, tertiary guys, and that's kind of common with Florida. Maybe not as much on Toronto, but you definitely notice it this year that guys are, are scoring kind of from everywhere, and it's a lot more balanced. Like you I know, agree. a David Comp scored nine goals. Uh, I think get it up with yeah. nine, but that guy was a two goal goal scorer and on the PK, he was just ferocious Yeah, uh, all year. Uh, the only thing I'd add to kind of what you guys are saying, cause I completely agree is it's the first time in a while as a Leaf fan, it feels like there's not uh, as many or as large of a question mark uh, in terms of positionally. Like for me, when I think of a question mark for the team, uh, it would seem that goaltending is kind of a question mark right now, but it's not as big of a question mark. We know Jack Campbell is capable of being, a Vesna caliber goalie for at least half a season. Um, whether or not that continues, you know, tonight and throughout the playoffs is uh, it'll be yet to be seen, but I mean, defense it, it's, it's sound, you know, we have good balanced yeah. lines. So I mean, we have guys that can hit too, right? Yeah. There's, there's tons of snarl, but I mean, you're just, like I said, you're seeing guys like Colin Blackwell come in and just, you know, plug him in and, you know, he's tired. You put Jason Spets in and good but, leadership yeah. all through the lineup. They've got like a, they've got, I think this year, again, for the very first time in a long time, they've got the appropriate assortment of men and boys. Like, yep. 
the yeah. Matthews of the world. They're they're not quite men yet, but they they're getting there. And they they've got like the Geos and the Muzzins and the Brodies. All those guys are gonna run people over like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's gonna be incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they, they they match it very well with the skill. I am the least worried about this playoff series, but I should be the most worried. Uh, Tampa, so you know, now, like, it just yeah. speaks to the team, I guess. Bringing bringing up that then, so if we were talking about just let's just get to the, the entire playoffs as a whole. If we were to talk about <clears throat> what your predictions, and I'll just go around the room, all right? Where and then we're just gonna next episode. We'll just see. Let's see what that is. If we had to go, <laughs> Braden Jones with. Uh, Colorado, Nashville. You want me to just rifle through these? Yeah, no, we're going to go through, uh, we'll ask, go around the room. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go to Dylan for Colorado, Nashville, Spencer, Colorado, and then we'll just go around. Okay. I we'll love see. that a lot. What do you think? Colorado, you? no question in my mind. Colorado. Colorado. Dylan? Yeah. We're doing games, game like games of the series, or we just do it picking the winners here? You can just, you can just pick, pick winners. winners. Pick winners. Yeah, yeah, it's easier. Yeah. Okay. I've got, I've got Colorado too. I think Nashville comes out with like a lot of good, mm-hmm young playoff legends like Tanner Janot, guys like that, they're going to crush Colorado, but I just don't think they have enough, especially without UC Saros in the lineup. No, um, I'm also going Colorado. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so um, nobody's psychotic. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we went down to the next, which is Minnesota and St. Louis. Oh, wow. Beer delivery. Hold on. That's special. That is special. Let's count that. Thank you, Rachel. Very much. Oh, uh, sorry, Minnesota, St. Louis. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either team that well, to be totally honest. I think I would pick St. Louis just because I love Ryan O'Reilly and I think he's nasty as well. So, St. Louis. This is a tough one for me. I think it goes probably at least seven. Well, yeah. Um, but I'm curious to see what Mark Andre Fleury does in net for Minnesota, and I think it's yeah. going to be a battle to the end. And I'm going to take Minnesota in seven because fuck it, right? Love it. Wow. Fuck it. I, I genuinely forgot that Mark Andre Fleury was still playing hockey. Um, let nice. alone in, in Minnesota. <laughs> Please listen uh, to all of our insights. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go Seattle too. Um, Wait, hold on. St. Louis. St. Louis. Sorry, yeah. Seattle. <laughs> yeah. uh, they exist, but do they? Uh, they wish. Um, sorry. St. Louis. Uh, mostly because they are uh, playoff experienced. Like they they've been there, a lot of them they are new, but like there's a good chunk of them that are playoff experienced and with that team as a playoff team. So I think they'll uh, they'll carry that with them. Now this should this next one should be more or less a quick around the table move on. Calgary Dallas. I think uh, potentially surprising series. Really, but still, but still Calgary. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like Dallas, like Dallas is like like Dallas was in the Cup final what two years ago. Like they're they're st- they still have a lot of those pieces as well. So it could I, it could go like six or seven, but like Calgary. I'm gonna say Calgary in three because <laughs> Dallas has a really bad issue with scoring goals. They, they just can't <laughs> do it. And Jacob Markstrom's gonna stone them. They have the best line in hockey right now. And Goudreau, uh, Lindholm, and. Uh, the other guy, Makachuk, and uh, yeah, we're gonna see Daryl Sutter just absolutely hound the shit out of uh, Dallas's uh, team there. You know, Brad. You know what he just did to what? the Dallas Stars? He just got him. Got it. Got him. All right. I mean, we're going with Calgary. Yeah, you just can't. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Edmonton and L.A. Edmonton. 
I'm going to take LA because this, Ooh, is a, this, is a, this is a redemption series for Todd McClellan, who's a coach of uh, LA. And he knows some things about uh, his old insurance policies and Leon Dreisel and Connor McDavid. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel something. I like Philip to know. We saw him shut down our boy Matthews last year. And, uh, I don't know. This one screams chaos to me, and I, I like L.A., and I hope it happens. I'm not an Oilers guy, but, uh, yeah, it's going to go at least six or seven, but L.A. for me. Yeah. Uh, going Oilers. Yeah. Respect. I'll give them that. What about – so this also might be an easy one, but we'll see. Florida, Capitals. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> easy. Skip the next, I was going to say skip the next one so we can finish with the least. We'll but. finish with that one. Yeah. Carolina, Boston. That's a sweet series, actually. That's gonna I be don't really think it's going to be as sweet as you think. I think it's just going to be Boston. Really? Freddie's hurt. Freddie's hurt. <laughs> They're going to be pooched. They don't have a goalie. Boston's going to run them over. All right. Oh. And the goalie that they're waiting for is the goalie that we know plays like crap in the playoffs at times, allows huge goals. Um, so I, it could go either way. I like Carolina's depth a little bit better. I like their, their defense is sexy. Rod Brendamore is an absolute stud guys in the gym at 4am, like just a freak show. So I like that mentality. I'm taking Carolina. Uh, I can't in good conscience pick Boston. So <laughs> Carolina. I, sometimes, I, sometimes when I, I know I'm about to have a nightmare, I close my eyes and I see Patrice Bergeron's face. Like, Holy God. <laughs> Man. <gasps> um, uh, New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins. Which no one cares. Such a toss up. That <laughs> is like yeah. Rangers are a lot of new guys, a lot of young new dudes. And I think, yeah, I'm going Penguins. I think Sid might get it done. Yeah, I like, I like championship DNA. I like experience. Um, I feel like New York's kind of in that, like, kind of prepubescent phase that we're hopefully getting out of in, in Toronto here. And uh, a lot of guys that are just unproven in the playoffs, Kako Kako, uh, Alexi Lafreniere, like, you know, they're a couple years out, they'd be a juggernaut, but I don't think this is the series for them and Sid and Gino just feast on these children. Yeah. And their goal is real good though. If Sturkin stands on his head, we'll see, but Virginia. I'm banking that the, the officiating is, is playoff style where they just allow goalie interference and Shesterkin kind of regresses because of shit like that. The playoff style does not help yeah. a goaltender that's trying to stay healthy. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go Penguins as well. Yeah. Attaboy. Yeah. I think that cool. championship contender style mentality. And uh, last but not least, Toronto Maple Leafs, Tampa Bay Lightning. Buds versus Bolts. It hurts me inside. No. Uh, oh, seven games. Imagine. Seven games without a shadow of a doubt. And I'm going to root for our boys, Leafers. <laughs> Leafers in seven. They're going to get it done. They're going to shake the demons, and it's going to happen. I mm-hmm. am very, uh, you know, it's going to go seven. We know that. I'm going to take Tampa because I want to be wrong. Um, <laughs> but I am but I think we're going to see that the third line that Tampa had last year in Coleman, Goudron, Gord, that's gone. They've replaced it with Killorn, uh, Ross Colton, and Nick Paul, and – it's going to be the same thing, but different. They're going to, you know, I just, it's championship DNA. I can't shake it. Andre Vasilevsky is just a monster in the net. Uh, yeah, John Cooper knows how to coach a team, and I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I'm saying Tampa Bay in seven. <laughs> I don't know. I, so um, it'll never be heard in public. 
the actual recording of our first ever episode of the podcast where we discussed um, the Leafs playoff preview against the Montreal Canadiens. And I remember what I said. What did you say? That the Leafs were going to sweep the Habs. And that, <laughs> that did not happen. But it's happening this year! He's going Leafs to four! <laughs> Leafs in four. What do you actually it. think? What do you Leafs in five. Think? Leafs in I five was going to say Leafs in five. Leafs in five, so they yeah. finish in Toronto. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Leafs in five. All right. you're, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> well, that's God the- damn right. <laughs> um, if we were just really quickly just naming off, just really quick, uh, before I get to my favorite question of all time, what was our uh, our favorite Leaf, well, maybe not even just Leaf, favorite hockey moment of the season. So, like, before playoffs, just this season, what was your favorite moments thus far? I've got one. I remember remember the first time the Leafs got to have the fans back in the arena, and Soup made a hell of a save, and the whole arena just goes, that was fucking cool. That's a good one. Um, The one that comes to mind obviously and I think I could speak for all of us probably is Matthews getting 50 it felt like as a as a fan base like it was like a whole it was a thing for all of us and the whole team like that we're pushing into new uh territory and stuff and then in the league I think my favorite was uh the why are you so pissy Leon uh thing with uh, <laughs> yeah. Jim, Jim Matheson and Leon Dreisaitl because Leon's been a dick to uh the media for so many years and Jim Matheson is just an old crotchety bastard so I just like I like seeing them both look like that it was it was awesome good for the, good for the league <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm going to go uh, Leafs clinching a playoff spot in the standing room only section. <laughs> yeah. uh, many beverages deep. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. get to that, too. So yeah. know Good teaser. Um, mine, I think mine, and it's also a Jack Campbell related thing. Yeah. And I just been laughing because he's just the nicest human being quite possibly yeah. on this earth is uh, when Matthew scored 60 and they go to the dressing room and everyone's pouring full water bottles and Jack Campbell just has spray bottles. It is the coolest. It was like the weirdest. He was like, did you guns? Did you hear that? Like, did you hear what he does? Like, why yeah. he sprays his equipment, right? Isn't that so weird? Imagine yeah. he's just getting into like wet equipment. Well, it, it makes sense because you're gonna get a, you're gonna get so a wet while playing in it, so you might as well warm up in heavy equipment. Yeah, but to me, like, but that's like probably room temperature water, and as soon as it makes contact with like goalie pads or anything, it's just gonna be like that slimy. Like, oh, yeah. I know hockey equipment, and that would be. you are honestly voluntarily sitting in front of a hard rubber object coming at you hundreds of pretty stupid in itself wild but he soaks his equipment like he just gives it like he soaks it he has two squirt bottles and just soaks all of it it's disgusting yeah that that seems like a really good way to get hypothermia but <laughs> Gnarly. Anyway, ice in him. his veins. He's a lovely man. So we have a group chat within the four of us here for two reasons. It started off as uh, as a let's plan our giant weekend, which we'll get to. Uh, and but, however, it has now changed to. And I'll, from my perspective, <laughs> I don't think I've fired a text into that group chat in since the weekend, and it has been an absolute battle between. Dylan, Spencer, and Brayden on why William Nylander is either A, the worst player on the Leafs, or B, performing for his $7 million. Uh, and it is, 
it is a uh, like every time we talk about it, Spencer's pulling up stats here. He's ready. <laughs> Everyone's rearing and ready to go. So I'd like so because I don't say anything in the chat on this stuff because it's just fun to watch. I put the little Michael Jackson eating popcorn at the movie theater meme. Uh, it is fun to watch. So I'm going to let you guys talk about and the question we posed for this was why will Nylander retire as one of the greatest Leafs of all time? And then in brackets, or how Spencer stirs the pot every now and then in the group chat. <laughs> now, before, no, let me mediate it. All right, Brady, you put your points forth. Okay. Oh, I get opening argument. You get what opening argument. And now you have five minutes and I'm timing it. Five <laughs> minutes. There's only five minutes. minutes. We've got, we've got 10 minutes left in the recording. So. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I mean, I don't need five minutes. I think yeah, it's pretty self explanatory. I'm timing. I, I, I don't even think he's the worst player on the Leafs. That, let that be known first. He's not the worst player on the Leafs. He adds value, and I will not I will not say anything other than that. Uh, anything other on that, I should say. But his, his, his like his compete level is never consistent. He goes on tears, and then he's in a cold spell. And he goes on tears, and then he's on a cold spell. And so if that guy comes into the playoffs, for instance, and he's in a cold spell – you know, we're missing a $7 million. That's a $7 million hole in the lineup. And I think that's pretty silly. Mind you, he did perform well against Montreal last year. So he might, you know, do ideally he does that again. Mm-hmm. My other big point with him is he doesn't, he, he doesn't have the nasty. He, he doesn't, he doesn't get physical ever. He doesn't hit anything and he floats. He's the biggest floater on the ice. And he like his, his ability to just change when like, He's, he's on and off the ice faster than any other guy. It's crazy. Like, he'll come on. If he gets one rush, he's peeling back, and he's the, he's the last guy dragging his ass back, and he's the first guy on the bench. He's, now, and we as, saw it. At, we, as we really, the mediator, we did see that. In we the saw standing it. Room only. We, yes. Standing room yeah. only. We saw it at the game. I said, watch 88 <laughs> for a full shift. He's the first guy on. Sorry, he's the last guy on and the first guy off every time. It's crazy. And I also really don't like the fact that he rarely – back checks it's like few and far between that that guy back checks i've never seen him come below maybe our own blue line like if he goes below the hash marks and are in his own zone it's a miracle we have we have witnessed a miracle he is a blue line to blue line floater that's what he does he's like tyler bozak used to be tyler bozak was the king of turns just oh i'm gonna go into the zone make a turn and turn he turns one way, just turns. And it's the same thing. He rushes into the offensive zone. You know what he's going to do? A little button hook turn down in the corner. Gonna turn. <laughs> that part drives me crazy. Yes, he scores goals. And I, I, um, I commend him for it. He scores nice goals even. I'll give him that. But dear God, in the playoffs, you need to be more competitive. You need to be physical. And I do not think that William Nylander has any sort of those kinds of contributions that you need to win a Stanley Cup. And because of that, my final point, the Leafs will not win a Stanley Cup with William Nylander. Wow. <laughs> wow. Case closed. <laughs> so, Dylan, before you, uh, before you start, I'm going to read a quote that's going to transition into what you can say because this was a very good transition point in our conversation because this is, oh, what, I, this is what I do. And I quote from Braden Jones. Perfect. Imagine waking up each day with the wholehearted belief that bootstrap William Poolander is a good hockey player. Has to be difficult to endure. If we review the play, we can merely thank William for missing the net by five feet. A typical occurrence for a talentless baboon like him. 
What now, a, first Dylan. of all, what a quote. <laughs> a yeah. legendary quote for the ages. <laughs> Steve now. Simmons-esque, I would say. That, that should go around <laughs> the front page of Toronto Sun. That's a great, that's a great Steve rag Simmons-Jones. Thank you. Um, now, that, <laughs> that five-foot miss Resulting actually led to a historic <laughs> Leafs moment. Intentional or not, go don't. Okay, so <laughs> I, I I respect Braden's argument because, of course, it's coming from someone that watches the games. This is someone that sees William Nylander and understands that optically he is a hit-or-miss hockey player. If you like the skill side of the game, you like William Nylander. If you like the rough-and-tumble style that lends itself into the playoff playoffs, um, you know, it, it's, it's easy to understand that he might be not the guy for you. Um, I went into kind of like a stat dive on uh, Nylander just because, you know, it, it's kind of hard to understand what he is uh, over his body of work because, uh, you know, on one hand, he's the only guy showing up uh, in the playoffs last year and producing. And then on one hand, he's on the third line with uh, David Kampf, uh, I think even for the morning skates today. Um, so I remember when Alex Ovechkin joined the league and the problem with him was the exact thing that you said. He's a, he's a floater. Um, now, obviously we know Alex Ovechkin nowadays to throw the shit out of the body and absolutely crush people. Um, but I, I saw some stuff in, in Ovi's game that, that reminds me a lot of Nylander and today, like obviously plus minus is a garbage stat, but, um, I saw that one year Alex Ovechkin was a dash 35 with 51 fucking goals scored. That's insane. Um, so I think Nylander was a dash nine this year. Um, had a good statistical season. Um, but, like, one thing you can look at, too, is 81 games played this season. That's that's fifth most in the team. There's a couple guys that had 82. That's super reliable. Um, he's 56 in terms of points per games played uh, with forwards with more than 100 games played since his full first season. Uh, he's 34th among active players with 400 games played. Uh, the list goes Line, Marcia So. So we know those two guys have had explosive seasons. Uh, Elias Lindholm, ever heard of him? Uh, and then it goes <laughs> William Nylander, uh, Tubo Teravainen, Ehlers, Brainshen, uh, Nazem Kadri. Um, and Nylander and Ehlers are the only two players in the top 50 with less than 17 minutes of average ice time. So in terms of efficiency, um, this guy gets it done. Uh, you know, obviously he dealt with Babcock benching him. He's had Keith bench him. He seems to kind of turn around. And yes, he goes through slumps and whatnot. Um, I think one thing too that's underrated with uh, Williams game is that he does a lot of takeaways that don't put him into the dirty areas uh, optically like he doesn't have to throw body to take the, st- uh, the puck off someone I attribute it to someone like a paddle Datsuk if I'm getting extreme um, very efficient the Swedish style of just yoinking the, the the puck off your stick but uh, yeah it's one of those things where you like him or you don't I think a successful team needs a guy like that who is a sniper. He's only 25. He's got a long way to go in terms of his development. Um, you're seeing a guy like Matthews even this year start to throw a lot more physical aspects into his game, and I think everyone can learn from that, and hopefully it you know, it, it uh, goes to William for that. But I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't think you're ever going to like him if he plays the way he plays, but if he scores a big goal, obviously you're going to love the guy. So that's where I'll leave it. Brain Jones. For like a uh... – rebuttal in some fashion um <laughs> two minutes one 81 games uh yes concur 
uh, 81 games because he was never in a physical altercation for the entire season because he was floating between blue lines uh, or on the bench, one of the two. Uh, two, the Ovechkin comparison, uh, while admirable, um, it, Ovechkin's compete level was never questioned, and Ovechkin never got benched. He was in every game competing his hardest and scored 51 goals for it, mind you. Uh, Whitney Lander, like you said, has been benched, and he's been benched because he doesn't compete. And because he doesn't compete, he's not physical, and it just adds to my points. And the, the, that soup, I don't even know. Uh, that's a stretch to say the least, but you said it yourself. So I don't even have to go, go with that one. Um, and then, yeah, I, I also, I like the last point though. I will say Nylander, not a lost cause. And maybe he does take the physical attributes that Matthews has put in his game this year. And maybe he turns a corner, but until then, William Nylander and the Toronto Maple Leafs will not win a Stanley cup because William Nylander doesn't compete. Brandon, I have one question to sum this all up. Who is better at hockey? Jake DeBrusque? Or William Nylander. That was the DeBrusque was a stretch in that. I was I was very <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. I'm, I'm happy. William Nylander. William Nylander is a better hockey player than Jake. Hey! Yeah. Hey! Clip it. Clip it. Um, <laughs> but well, it's not nothing to clip there. Jake DeBrusque is a waste of space. Uh, <laughs> he, does, he does play with it. I'll give DeBrusque this. He, he plays with a little bit of bite. And, and that's what, like you say, Willie, Willie needs to put in his game. I'm very cordial about the man, though I do have passionate texts exchanged about him. I, I, I hope for him. And I, if he does score a big goal, you're right. I'll be cheering my ass off. But he just doesn't give me the same belief belief that, any, that he's going to be able to do it on a consistent basis. That's it. Um, and points this... per game would tell you that he has done it on a consistent basis, but yeah, uh, I agree but with the with the PPG, physical element. Yeah, PPG, you could look at that, but like if you if you look at the stretch where those points came, it's like like I said at the beginning, hot stretch, cold stretch, hot stretch, cold, like that that that's just how he operates, and he needs to do that consistently in the playoffs, especially. Be- and add the before we continue this, because we Go just on. have to take a quick break. This next break is sponsored by Moose. No, the sorry. beer we're having. Okay, okay. Right. 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 So we're good. Rachel Rachel the beer. Which will become so a yeah. coming forward. Um, thank you, Steam Whistle, for she's the $4 sponsor. Welcome that back. Was, uh, and she's incredible. been sitting here just for five minutes. We've been sitting We want to start with, thank you, Steam Whistle, which we'll get into. Quickly, we want. We have a new beer that we want to try here. It's uh, Spencer. Why don't you explain? Because I actually don't know what it is. Okay, so uh, my my sister and her husband Nick um, went to Grain and Grit over in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, the brewery there. We um, got this thing called Happy Hour, and it's part of their cocktail yep. sour series. Happy Happy Hour. Got it. Happy. Anyway, um, it's it's a whiskey sour beer. Intriguing. Do elaborate. But it's a beer, right? It's a beer. Um, I'll read off the ingredients because there's one that's an outlier to me that isn't in beer or a whiskey sour. Gasoline. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be honest, you're genuinely not far off. Oh, God. (laughs) For me, blast, too. Yeah. Um, Here are the ingredients. Barley. Good. Great start. Great start. We've got a beer, folks. It's got barley. Corn. Corn? Corn. Corn's in here. Rye, yeast, orange, and lemon peel, water, and then finally, hops. 
Yeah. Ethanol. 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 Yes. It's a fuel. Yeah, light it up. Yeah. Get lit. So it's probably a sweetener, according to the tea guy behind me. Rachel. What? Oh. 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 Oh, that's insane. Okay, oh. good. All right, Rachel, number. 8.8. Whoa! That's a moose head. <laughs> head. Wow, eight. That is eight. eight. Wow. Really? That's, it's good. It's okay. good. I'm not a big sour guy. And I like this a lot. Eight, four. Eight, four. Shit, shit. It's folks. delicious, guys. Like, it's unbelievable. I think I'm giving it because I'm sours are, you know, they're hit or miss for me. So I'm also going to give it an A4. Wow. Wow. Really good, guys. Solid, it's so guys. good. Really good. Describe the Hamilton sour, casually. A yeah. whiskey sour happy hour, 8 4. Boom. Yeah. I like that one. That's cool. That's just a drink one at a, at a time sort of thing. Like that's a, it's still yeah, a like, it, you know, can't stack it up. Big, yeah. Yeah, this this yeah. guy's a I don't know if you can see it. It's a seven percent. So it's you know it's a sipper. There. We'll try it's it. enough. Now, gents, April 9th was an important week. Uh weekend, Best week of my life. Actually. Yeah, it was up there. <laughs> um we gotta yeah. run through our because this was something that we we planned as a porch coach weekend. Um we made some questionable financial decisions. We made some uh, poor um, alcohol-induced decisions, I think. We can all testify. But why don't let, let me start off with just like the beginning with it. And then we'll kind of, whoever feels like taking over, you just, you just go. Mm-hmm. All right. So Saturday morning, okay. We get, it's also, uh, if you know, you got to start, you got to start Friday night. You go ahead. I don't I'm going to start Friday night. So Friday night, we finish work. And I have Josh come on over because it is uh, the second round of the Masters tournament. Oh, yeah. And for those of you who know about the Masters, um, there's two things that are well known about it. Number one, cheese and pimento sandwich. We did not have those. Number two is the cocktail that you can get there named after a beautiful flower called the azalea. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. If you ever want to finish a bottle of vodka and not realize you finished a bottle of vodka, have yourself nine azaleas. Yeah, we had a couple azaleas. Oh my god, we we had a couple. We had nine each or or collectively. I think it's there on each. It's up there on the each. Yeah. 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 You guys operated a motorized vehicle the next day? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. We had a FaceTime call that evening. Josh was off of work for maybe two hours, and he said he was five deep. And this, this <laughs> call right. He's kept the, me these things. I don't know. Yeah. He, it was one of the most important calls of our lives, trying to establish time frames to make the best weekend ever happen. And one of us on the call, one of the participants, is at, like There's borderline black or drunk no. at 5 p.m. No, and don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because this is gonna come back and I'm gonna text. We, we called your mom too. Yeah, I know, but this is gonna come out. If we say blackout, then I'm gonna get a call. No, line <laughs> blackout. No. Drunk. So for those of you who don't know what an azalea is, it is um 
pineapple juice or um, well it is pineapple it's supposed to be pineapple juice but you brought over I brought um, some. um you didn't bring pineapple juice you brought something else you brought I peach juice peach juice excellent Audible? alternative excellent Audible, alternative. Like so peach or pineapple juice and um grenadine grenadine mm. and vodka and lemon juice so that was fun and that was that night it's delicious that was that night. So that we watched the golf. It was great. Um, and and no, mom, I wasn't driving. I stayed over. Stayed Spencer's. over. We it was good. fine. You're responsible. Knock some, Saturday some morning. In. No, I knocked some putts. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I rolled some putts. Um, Saturday morning rolls around and we feel great. <laughs> I feel great. We feel great. We as a collective felt great. Yeah. Drive to old Kitchener. Kitchener. Well, I was gonna say K Town, but K Town to us is K- Kingston. Kingston so yeah, I didn't yeah. know if you're gonna say Waterloo, and yeah, it's important. So we're, well, we're what I like to call it is uh, the Tri City clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, nice. Because it's Kitchener, Waterloo, and Guelph somehow. Cambridge. Cambridge. I don't know. They're all in there. The clusterfuck city. Yeah. The clusterfuck that you have literally an on ramp to get to somewhere, and then to get. Off the same way, you have to go through a fucking sports plaza or something. Like, it's it, <laughs> to get to Dylan's place, awful. To leave, amazing. Yeah. Awful. You keep Sports World Crossing out of your fucking <laughs> I've driven in London. I've seen commissioners run at five o'clock. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not great. So we showed up at Dylan's. Get to Dylan's. We uh, unload our, our, um, our bags. We yeah. hug because that was the first time I ever met Dylan yeah. in person. And they um, fell in love. We, yes, we did. And, I feel like I've uh, known you my whole life. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Um, boy, do we? Uh, did, we'll get into this. Hold on, yeah. I can't spoil it. Really. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so anyway, we're we're watching the Masters. We're we're, we're buzzing. We're all excited for the day because yep. we have we purchased uh, Jays tickets. So we were like, oh, we're going to the Jays game. I got my uh, Canada Day Martin jersey. Yep. Uh, we all got some things going on. Brain shows up around ten thirty. Also We're, meeting uh, Dylan for the very first time and immediately meeting- becoming best friends until <laughs> William Nylander yeah. was brought up. <laughs> Everything was going so well. <laughs> Swimmingly, in fact. And then we're like, all right, we should get to Aldershot for the GO train. Now, yeah. if you've ever seen an event, a couple of, like, just things that could have made this weekend absolutely perfect, they all happened this weekend, Okay. Firstly, we show up to the go train. Spencer's Formula One drifting around the corners in the parking lot. We find a parking spot. We're like, oh. Passing five parking spots in order to find <laughs> one parking spot. And nailed it. Yeah. yeah. And we go into, we're, there's, oh, they're like, the train's leaving in five minutes. We're like, oh, I don't think we're going to hit this. So, Braden, as a collective G, buys all the tickets <laughs> for all the boys. And then we walk. Yeah, huge move. We're walking down the stairs. We were like, oh, we'll, we'll just make this train. There's some people to our left sprinting like Usain Bolt. We're like, maybe we should be running like these people to our left. So what do we do? We run. We step on the train. No word of a lie. Two seconds later, doors closed. Off to Destin- a great start. Destiny strikes once <laughs> on this day thus far. Continue. <laughs> so we get on the train. Nothing that exciting on the train there. Now on the train we back, we found we out what Braden does. Yeah, we, we I, I, yeah. I have to learn about everybody. I learned that that Braden has the dopest job I've ever heard in my entire life. A job. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, no, we, and we also, uh, we also briefly discussed on the train there as well, what our plans were going to be pre Jay's game. We said, Oh, we can try steam whistle, but me oh, yeah. being a goofus, I steam whistle is probably going to be packed boys. There's no possible way we'll get in there. Continue. So we are on the train and we, nothing that exciting on the way there, more to come on the way back. And we eventually, <laughs> Get off the train, Union Station. We walk up. We're like, let's go. We have maybe two hours before the Jays game. We're like, let's get down. Let's go to Steam Whistle and just check it out. If not, we'll just go somewhere else. We walk in Steam Whistle, okay? No word of lie, Brayden does say. It, oh, yeah, there's a DJ. Oh, we'll get there. Brayden, Brayden's like, Brayden's very correct in saying it was packed. There was not a single seat. We're standing room only, coming later, for <laughs> Steam Whistle. We are literally just standing there. It would see it, it was packed inside, but I was expecting to have to wait in line outside or wait for some kind of a reservation, which no, was not no, the case. We, no, we waltzed right in there and we were we were drinking a beer within minutes of walking through the door. It's true. So but there's, then a, we there's a live the DJ, which yes. is bumping, bumping some beats. There's some sweet dogs, mm-hmm. which is oh, it's yeah. all around just a better vibe when we're starting. So we grab a pint. They're like, oh, by the way. It's four dollars. We're like, excuse me, did you say fourteen? Because that's what I was expecting. And they're like, no, no, four dollars. So we each buy a round. Second round, I've never seen a man delete a beer quicker than Dylan. I hope, <laughs> I hope his mom listens to this. On a single uh, and no less, one <laughs> knee, one knee. Hi, Michelle. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so And, and uh, anyway, we we ended up great time at Steam Whistle. We're uh, yeah. each we each got a round. So yeah. we're, we're we're good going yeah. into the going into the Jays game. I would like to interrupt. Anything I'm missing? Here. Yeah, please. Yeah. Because I made it clear. I was like, guys, I've had a banana this morning. I would really love to go get some food at some point. Oh yeah. And right. four beers later, I am hammer drunk leaving <laughs> Steam Whistle, and it is like two two thirty. It's a it's a shit yeah. poor gray day in Toronto, and the sun is shining in my eyes because I am loaded, and it is sixteen dollars later. <laughs> yeah. Just the greatest experience. Would recommend Steam Whistle to anybody. Yeah. Your body was also like an unclogged drain that day, too. It would go in once and just out immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Took, took the knees and I'm going to the washroom. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so we Thank walked. You. We got some street yeah. meat. Nope. Got we some got beautiful On street Dylan. Meat. Very generous. Yep. Brain, do you remember that? Maybe not. <laughs> just to show you more, yes. <laughs> I was like, we did? Oh, yeah. We did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Then we walked into the Jays, uh, Jays game. Now we're watching. So we got some. We got to see the uh, the new lighting. We got. To, we had great yeah. seats. We yeah. had like phenomenal seats. Um, and yeah, we and we also experienced that uh, one drink at the Jays game. As Braden and I have made multiple jokes about this as we went out, um, is the same price as four drinks at Steam Whistle. <laughs> and uh, Braden and I, we went out one time, and we found. This is a relation to earlier in the podcast, the Palm Bay. Nope. Yep. yep. Palm yep. Bay yep. Paradise Twist. Paradise Woo! Twist. Ladies and gentlemen, we found it. We found we it. Found it. We now, Braden, do you remember? Do you remember we we're going to get neutral? What a disappointing day that would have been. Yeah, and then and we were like, "There's oh, Destiny wait. number two. What's this colorful can? <laughs> yeah. Boom, Destiny. Boom. Twice. Twice in the same day. It's incredible." And, and I'll never forget, you guys turned the corner, and I was like, okay, like, first of all, I wasn't told where you guys were going, so I just assumed, you know, you're 
going for a stroll because you hate baseball or something. I was like, oh, great. And then you come back and I see just the fruitiest can ever. And then I'm like, oh, that's cool. They got themselves some coolers. And I see then then Braden comes around. He's got two for me and he's handing one of these. And I was like, is this, is this a sick joke? Crack it open. And I'm not kidding. It is the best tasting beverage I've ever had. It was unbelievable. I could, you could drink 12 of them. There's no alcohol. You'd swear there's no alcohol in them, but they (laughs) Boy, there was there though. And and they were were available all for you for the low, low price of gentlemen. (laughs) Like sixteen fifty. Seven hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Brain, you we also you, brief yeah, side ahead. note. Prior to the Palm Bay Paradise twist, we also got on the Jumbotron for a period of time. I don't think we, we any of us really we acknowledged on the Jumbotron. We, the guy, on the we were on the Jumbotron. Dude, the, oh, guy, the guy had a sign in front of oh, us. Oh yeah. And then we were on the Jumbotron for like a I period of time. Look at us. We're not gonna remember this, but good for us. Now, Brain, you hit the hit the yeah. point where you know where we're going. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh, do I ever? Um, after enjoying a Palm Bay Paradise twist, I'm probably probably a quarter into the can of Palm Bay Paradise twist. Not to mention the uh, beers that were had previous to this. Um, I oh, I will not learn really. I we were discussing prior to the weekend happening that Spencer's never been to a Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game. Naturally, the Toronto Maple Leafs are playing the Montreal Canadiens on Hockey Night in Canada with the opportunity to clinch a playoff spot. There was a bit of a spoiler earlier in this episode, but that's fine. Uh, So I'm just browsing the web, if you will. Realize, hey, you know what what I'll do? I'll I'll open the Game Time app. Uh, It's probably the fourth, fifth inning in the Blue Jays game. Here I am browsing the Game Time app looking for more tickets. It gets to where you may ask. Oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game. So Spencer can enjoy uh, his first ever Leafs game. Uh, and with that in mind, um, as I scroll and scroll and scroll, I find Leafs tickets. The Leafs tickets were the furthest thing from cheap. Uh, and I was like, boys, we're going to wait this out just a little bit longer. When you're not making the greatest decisions of all time, uh, time passes rather slowly so what felt like three innings was probably five minutes and within those five minutes i had carded and purchased four leafs tickets after purchasing the tickets i was in disbelief myself i thought that i had the opportunity to cancel them still because it wasn't until i had confirmed purchased that i realized that they were standing room only Spent an alarming amount of money on some standing room only tickets for Spencer's first Toronto Maple Leafs game, and God, was it fun! It was incredible. Spencer, go ahead. This is your this is your time to first experience. All right, so we buy the Leafs tickets. (laughs) At this point, (laughs) back the Leafs lights are back on. Um, at this point, I'm already in disbelief that not only am I seeing a Blue Jays game in person, but now everyone going. Everyone, Jordan comes in oh, yeah, and true. closes the game. We lose our fucking minds. The building's ruckus. It's opening weekend. Things are going great. Yeah, swimmingly. Destiny three. I was about to say Destiny three. Not only did the Blue Jays win, but that was the first time in my entire life I saw a home team, major league baseball team, win. And I have been mm. to. That was my fourteenth baseball game. 14th baseball game and I resounding yes from Rachel. until yeah until that moment i have seen the fucking boston red sox win nine times so many times so many so fucking many times, times man. i finally saw the blue jays win you should in tear. toronto 
4-3 over the Texas Rangers. Romano save. Great. It was a great game. The light show was incredible. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and the, just the atmosphere was just electric. And it's literally the second game of the season. And it's like Blue Jays legend, playoffs. Kevin Gosman's first start. Kevin Gosman, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about very, him. very, very shortly after this because we're yeah. talking about the Blue Jays. But Kevin Gosman, oh my god! Okay, so I'm already just like on cloud nine. Right. So we're we decide. Okay, we're gonna go to the Leafs game now because we have the tickets. Or do we? Or do we? Oh boy, do we have? Brayden's looking at his phone. He says, "Yeah, I've got the Leafs. I've got the confirmation, but they haven't actually sent me the tickets." And, and also, my phone's at five percent, and my phone's at five fucking percent. <laughs> and so we're starting to walk towards the Scotiabank Arena, and we're thinking, like, okay, like this can be fine. Like they'll, no it's problem. just like it's probably the internet. Like let's get outside and get a good signal. And it wasn't the internet. It was. It wasn't the internet. And so Braden calls customer service and says, "Hey." I haven't got my tickets and I bought them and the game starts and easily, easily seven hours ago. It was like 45 minutes. <laughs> I was, easily. I was verbally attacking the game, <laughs> the game time chat message. Like you wouldn't believe person. it's like, sir, and, it says in the fine print, the tickets will be there by game time. Yeah. Just, just for, and just Karen, for. Steve Simmons, Jones gets on there and just berates <laughs> you, them. You have no idea. I went full Karen. <laughs> Want to speak to your manager. And then, Where are and my then tickets? while we were in line, I was like, Oh, amazing. I got the tickets, but yeah. then I only got two of them. So <laughs> yeah. then, there I was back with the game time chat associate. <laughs> Finally get this <laughs> other pair of tickets and we figured it out. And, and then I, I said to you guys, if we get into this building with 5% of my phone battery and four Leafs tickets, it's going to be a goddamn miracle. Destiny, Destiny 4, Destiny we got in the Destiny building. Destiny 4. Now, we walk in. Braden goes in with his tickets. Yeah, we've got four tickets. Here's the, the other three guys. Josh walks in. Dylan walks in. Spencer, holding a bag full of food and liquid. A big metal Yeti bottle. And a big metal Yeti bottle. Walking into the Scotiabank Arena where you're not not supposed to do that. And I'm shitting myself. Because, like, first of all, I know how expensive Yeti is. (laughs) You know, I'm okay with throwing stuff out. But (laughs) Yeti. Anyway, I walk up. Security guard. He's like, oh, yeah, just open it up. And literally picks up the Yeti bottle. Shakes it once. Looks at his manager. Manager goes, eh. Puts it back in the bag. You're good. <laughs> Destiny, Destiny five. five. <laughs> Destiny five. They knew we hey, were kid. standing room only. They didn't care. Didn't care. Hey, kids, if you made it once. this far, you can take anything you want to Scotia Bank Arena. Bring That's your right. vodka. Bring whatever you want. Your whiskey, sour beer, yeah. throw it in a Yeti. You're fine. This could have been 32 ounces of straight vodka. And they didn't give a shit. <laughs> Destiny five. Boom. <laughs> so we walk up. Climb up the stairs to our beautiful standing room only. There were a lot of stairs. A lot of stairs. Arguably the most in the building. <laughs> yeah. Well, could argue, yes. yes. In yes. fact, there are no further stairs apart from perhaps the scaffolding above us. Yes. And uh, and then we, we sit up there, and by God, did it not look beautiful. Now, oh we met God. some great people. I'd like to shout them out. Don't know their names. Shout out Barry. Uh, well, Barry, Barry I know. 
Barry from Truro, Nova Scotia. We know Barry. We know Barry. But the people beside us also great. Yeah. Uh, Don't know that. TikTok, 20,000 people on TikTok. Yeah, huge. Uh, a pho- I, think I, I think I honestly have a photograph of him. I'm going to send that Oh, no, me. I have a photograph. Yeah, oh, you do. One yeah. of us do. I didn't know whose phone it was. We have them. We have the Habs fan that I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. And then we have the woman in front of us that yelled to uh, yell <laughs> profanities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we were standing there and we're like, we're, we are clearly having the best time of our lives up yeah. there. Cried oh, bugging. there it is. Brain showing. It's not a visual podcast, but we are Look at that a picture. Yeah. Come just on. Just grinning ear to ear, four palm bays deep, amongst <laughs> other things. Just a and, billion beverages. And we're just, we're having a great time. We're, Braden, uh, Dylan, Spencer, and I, there's a Habs fan maybe three rows down, four rows down. Yeah. And he, we're like, he's wearing a Carey Price jersey and he is, he's chirping us. We're chirping him. We're having a great, great time with him he's a wonderful man actually great sport yeah. he was Honestly, a great, yeah. great guy if, if you're going to a game and you're wearing and you're in enemy territory and you're wearing another jersey i hope everybody is as good of a sport as that guy because yeah, he was, he was you need to guy. understand you, you, you don't be belligerent with people but you just have a good back and forth you don't got to get violent and, and, and crazy but that guy was the epitome of a good sport made yeah, it fun for great. the whole yeah, section awesome. everybody was laughing it was great. i gave that man an earful too and he gave me a little <laughs> bit of an earful oh, yeah. he tried his best he didn't really have money legs to stand on though so oh, good like and they were all like the the best part of it the chirping was all hockey based that's all yeah. it was it was, was respectful so it was reasonably respectful <laughs> hockey based chirpage Reasonably, I suppose. Reasonably, reasonably <laughs> I, I should have been calling Carrie Price's name out in, in the, with the situation of him taking leave. But you know what? That's something that you do. You know, when maybe you're not sober, anyway. So we'll just we'll just blame the whole thing. Sober on that. is an understatement. Yeah. But so we had that guy. We had the guy, which I don't know if you guys experienced it much, but it was more Brandon and I think, unless he came over to you too. But he was like beside us, also in standing room only. Every time the Habs scored, which wasn't a lot, because they won. Came really? over and he would just give us, he'd be like, Oh, I'm sorry about that. Like, he was a good guy too. But he'd come yeah. over and be like, I'm sorry about that, guys. That really sucks. He's like, get out of here, man. <laughs> what, did, what did we do when the Leafs scored their third goal of the game? The same thing. <laughs> yeah, we walked right yeah. over and said the same thing. Oh, that's um, funny. Oh, yeah. So that guy was cool. Um, oh, okay. Just want to get into this before you also, but let me tell you about the woman in front of us. So we. <laughs> We were like, we're just having they a family. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Um, the, the lady in front of us, we're just, we're going back and forth with this Habs fan. And the people around us, by the way, uh, this is probably the, um, what's the thing called in uh, Rudolph the Rendo's name, Reindeer, where all the mi- Misfit Toys. Misfit this is the toys. Misfit Toys of the arena. Yeah. This section. Like basically the standing room only section. There was a man, we were yelling up there for a lighter for a man to smoke a joint. Yeah. There is like there's literally no rules up there. Like yeah, it's yeah. so high. It's a wild, wild west for sure. Um, so anyway, we're that guy's smoking, that's Barry. He's Barry. smoking a joint. We got uh, you know, Montreal Canadians guy, yeah, chirping back and forth. We got the guy over there, we're, and the people beside us were they were young um fans as well. They were really nice. Yep. We have a picture with them too. And um, and anyway, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're just, we're being Third maybe period, 10 minutes left. We are yeah. maybe being, and I will give her the benefit of the doubt. We were probably no. obnoxious. No, never no. mind. No, no, no benefit. Never mind. And we, no benefit actually. And she just turns around out of nowhere. We're having, everyone's laughing. Our whole section's laughing. So it's not even really like, I don't really know where it came from, but she was like, 
She was like, can you guys shut the fuck up and watch the game? <laughs> we were all like, like, oh my God. When, you, oh when, my God. This is where when, I typically... When dealt a hand of confrontation, Josh responds like this. I, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, this is where I took my opportunity to be even more obnoxious. And not more than two minutes later, the Jumbotron shows get loud. It says, there's a needle, and it says, get loud, get loud. And I was like, I was hushing our entire set. No, don't get loud. This lady doesn't want to hear us get loud. We're at a sports game. Don't talk. It's the, game. It's the fucking library. Shh. Like, yeah, yeah. Shh. I put my hands out. People are laughing. She's not having any of it. It is <laughs> wonderful. And, yeah. and literally every section, like the end of the game, we won. And same thing. Everyone's like clapping. I'm like, no, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. I think, I think ever so slightly before that too. Shout out Barry, the same man who had needed the lighter and was looking for the, you know, wanted to have a smoke or whatever he was doing up there. Came back with a, just a zillion beers for us and had to remortgage his home <laughs> because he bought like eight King cans of Molson Canadian both of which I did not finish. I, did, I tried. My, I left them there. Barry, I've had so much to drink. There's no, there's no room left in my body for these two king cans of Molson Canadian in the third period with eight and a half minutes left. No way. <laughs> no yeah, way. that guy was that guy was very nice for buying us all. Yeah, but yeah, bless him though. What a wonderful sport that guy is. It that was that was Destiny lighter. Six. Was that man buying us? Yeah, Destiny Six for sure. Yeah, I would argue too. With I've never had standing room only before, and I. Loved it. There's so much more room. You can fucking run around like an idiot when Austin Matthews makes history twice. Yeah. And I, I'd like to say too, there's there's almost like a, an etiquette to sitting in the 300s. If you paid whatever it was in American dollars to sit up, stand up where we we did, you're a fucking clown. And you got to understand that with that clownship gives you the right to just make an absolute fool of yourself as long as everyone's having fun. But you cannot take yourself that seriously. If you've paid X amount of dollars to stand where we stood. When Matthew scored that goal, I would argue that our bro hug was better than the hug that they shared on the ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we passionately scooped each other and just held it for, for just moments, but they were good moments, you know? Yeah, moments. It was good. Yeah. Was there anything in now before we like continue? But is there anything else? Like we we talked a lot with like because that was fun when that lady Provided some confrontation. I, I just, yeah. I vividly remember just giving the gears to William. That was my summary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time he got to uh, dodge, just turn Every around. time he got on the ice, really. I just, I just remember Brady going, hey, there he is. There he is. Leafs legends. legends. Yeah. Gotta love him. I'm going to watch him really intently tonight, too, Dylan. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, I guess if that's, if that's that, we left that game. All we're so first of all, two Toronto victories, two one day. Yeah. Victories. That was a one double day. whammy. That's, That's Destiny Seven. Destiny Seven. That is honestly a miracle. Destiny yeah. Seven. And we left there, and we walked back. Um, we walked back to the uh, Union Station. We're trying to find some McDonald's. Boy, is that it's impossible to find. We are walking outside Union Station, back in Union Station. There's nothing in there. Don't we, does not remember. Okay. <laughs> I do not remember that at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me too. I was like, oh, yeah. Really? That. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 so we we're were... walking around Union Station. We can't. So anyway, we're just like, let's just get on the train. Yeah. We get on the train. We meet um, a man. With the uh, Guinness World Record of trying to attempt handshakes on a single train ride. <laughs> this man 
I've never seen a man more confident with like you say anything. You're like, hey man, what's going on? He's like, oh, good man. How? He throws out his hand. Good man, how are you? Dap me up. It's like one. And then so then you you this is where Dylan, I want Dylan to take over, but this is where Spencer and Braden found a spot and closed their eyes. So we sure. are they're yeah. they're in it, but they're not really. Yeah. And then Dylan and I, as uh brothers, because apparently we're related, um, <laughs> we were <laughs> we were uh we were chatting to these other people. So Dylan, you can continue from there. Yeah, so the, the GOAT train, there's uh, obviously two sides to it. So uh Josh and uh and our brain and, and Spencer still on the, the one side and they're just hanging out, you know, we've had a long night, we're fucking lit right up. Zip. And uh, I, I just sit with some random people. I'm feeling nice and social, right? So I'm getting to talk to people. Everyone's wearing leaf shit, so we're having a great old time. And this little fucking minion in a in a Habs jersey, the blue, disgusting toilet bowl Habs jersey. Nick is, Suzuki. Uh, yeah, Nick Suzuki just is is talking to us. And he's kind of just like barging in and, and just adding nothing to the conversation. You could tell he shouldn't be standing on a moving vehicle or standing at all because he was very deep into it. And uh, I forget what I said to him, but uh, he looked like he wanted to fight. And I just tried to de-escalate the situation. And he tried to dap me up. And then he tried to dap uh, Josh up. And Josh oh, he didn't like, try. He did it like 17 times on the train. <laughs> yes, beforehand. Before, but this final yeah. time before you turned into the Incredible Fucking Hulk. And, and I'm just... Oh, here we go. Here we go. I didn't lose it. I didn't do anything. It's a quiet go train in Josh's. How many oh. fucking times do you want me to shake your hand, buddy? I'm fucking good. <laughs> Why are you saying go that? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I didn't say calling, that. Anne is calling Anne is calling tonight. me. No. Okay. Firstly, I didn't say that. Dylan thinks that I am walking in there like the rock. I'm not trying to fight anyone. However, this guy's you getting very- like the rock. this guy was trying to get he was very annoying like so and as dylan can testify he just wouldn't stop trying to touch me like he like i'm just trying to chat with there was a really nice couple that we were talking to they were wonderful and they that guy won a thousand dollars on uh no goals in the third period what a bet that man made degenerate Um, bet don't ever do that huge huge bet but like so anyway we're just chatting with them and they're very nice they're early on in the relationship it's a little weird but they're they're fine over there and we're having a great time. And even this this minion man's buddy, he was all right. This yep. guy standing beside me. Wait a second. They were both on shrooms. That is key to the story. That is how oh, I didn't know the that. Okay. Yes. The guy had sunglasses on the go train and he said that he had shrooms and his other buddy took shrooms too. So that, that, make, that makes a lot of together, sense actually. In hindsight, right? It, it, it goes together. So this guy, he would literally be like, we would be like, um, we just talking, talking. And then he'd be like, he'd say something weird, like sexually weird. And yeah. then, and then we would be awkward and he'd be like, yeah, you like that? And he'd talk and dap me up. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then he'd dap me up for literally everything. He's like, look outside. It's dark out, right? Dap me up. It's like, man, chill. You're, you're gotta just relax over there, man. And he's like, and he's just like, at one point he's just throwing his arms. There's one guy. He's like, did you kick my daughter? And this guy had no idea. It was funny. He's like, <laughs> talking to me and we're like no man he's not talking to you shut the fuck up you better relax over here and he i swear to god he was handshaking all night all night on the train dylan thinks i wanted to fight him i did not i was just very annoyed i was tired i was standing up on the go train and i wanted to get off the go train yeah and but when this guy kept being like oh you like that joke man he kept touching my chest i was like get away from me you were you were ready to kill a man that night that's i'm like listen if it happened, I would have fought, but it didn't. 
and I and nothing happened. So we're good. Yeah, that's true. Brady and I had a good excuse. Yeah, yeah. Could be ever. Continue somebody. Uh, we've say, got five minutes I, left. So that's what I was gonna say too. I feel like this is like a part one. I feel like there there is a part two. And we could discuss the Blue Jays and, and all other good things in our part two. I like that. that this was a great, this was a f- phenomenal, argue, arguably our best episode. Um, yes. We talked, we talked about the Buds. We talked about, well, playoff predictions. Excellent exchange, yeah. playoff predictions, an excellent exchange on bootstrap billion Nylander. Uh, and Thank we you. also talked Thank about you. one of the greatest weekends, maybe in ever history. Yeah. Just with anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we should mention the fact that we also watched the Masters on Sunday, nursing ourselves oh, back we to health and Scotty Scheffler winning the whole thing, but there's that as well. So. There was so much Gatorade drank that day. Yeah, much G2. I would but... also like to mention uh, one thing that's been on my mind since I've left Dylan's place. Dylan has a photo of a, a young baby that is probably about 80 years old at this point. <laughs> hanging yeah, maybe in his attic. It's important. Um, we, Braden and I could not stop laughing. So Saturday night, went back. <laughs> Could not stop laughing about, like, Dylan was like, here's our attic. By the way, there's a photo of a child that's not ours or not related to us whatsoever. Hang we, we just We just bought a place. So it's not like I just, like, <laughs> it's not like I just put this up and said, I don't know why it's there. We bought this place. And on the walkthrough, I said, my only stipulation is they take that fucking picture of the baby down because I don't want the house to burn down when I'm sleeping. That's this it. What, Dylan lied to us. What he said actually in the text was please leave the photograph of the baby up is the only reason i'm purchasing the home <laughs> boy did brayden and i were having a howl that night we were like this is the baby's room that it died in and you put us in this room we're gonna yeah. see it mm-hmm. we're like we were just like oh you're dying yeah. that night it was funny yeah. but i just want to make that make that public to the world that dylan has a picture of a baby that i'm not related to him in his yeah. not going anywhere i can't move it <laughs> yeah. no. Can't do it. It weighs a thousand pounds. He takes it off the wall and he throws it in the garbage. It shows back up on the wall. He ain't sleeping in (laughs) Um, yes, we'll continue this. We yeah, we should we should next episode talk about the blue jays. We'll have Dylan back on. Yeah. Um, if we'll find a time because the game starts in six minutes. So uh go leafs go, because obviously we're hoping for a big old leaf victory tonight. And Wednesday and Friday, and then four game sweep that Spencer predicted. Fuck yeah! Special thanks to Mac Theatrics for uh, using uh, their song "Fighting for You." Um, Catch them at Maxwell's uh, May twenty sixth in Waterloo. Tickets are ten dollars. DM Dylan K for details. And albums dropping soon. And uh, the boys are firing. Fuck yeah! Wow, Incredible. We should have you on every episode. You're amazing. At this. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. Boys, great episode. Go, let's go. Yeah, we're coming in. Yo, yo, yo.